0: Welcome to the Synth Electronic Music Show, brought to you by the Coastal Electronauts here in Whitstable. My name's Peter Coit, and I'm joined in the Sonic Shed by Clive Walpole.
1: Yes, hello there. Welcome to another uh, session of electron-driven music.
0: Yes, and- all sorts tonight. Well, yeah. So we're starting off with um, some Helen Vogel, singers, modular synthesis. She sets up in sort of um, environments. Doesn't she like disused well, buildings well, and fields? What, and
1: yeah, that's what I like about her stuff because she she does sort of set up. Yeah, set in either an industrial environment or or a. Yeah, see one, and and her mu- and then her music sort of is inspired by the place where she is. You know? mm. I, I like that. I quite like the idea of outdoor synthesis.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we've and been trying I'll, out. I'm getting...
1: fancy doing that myself, just getting out in the open.
0: Yeah. yeah well, we've got we've got our um, mobile okay. set up, haven't we? Then? Well, we
1: have. I've got fully mobile now, so I could. Um,
0: oh. There's a lot of that around I at could the moment. Try that. Yeah. This is a piece from a album, Contemplation.
1: Yes. It's asked
2: for projection.
0: accomplished musical sensibility.
3: Yeah, it's
1: mm-hmm. a lovely, that lovely ambience, uh, dreamy quality.
0: Yeah, she's so good at mixing in the different sounds and really, really sensitive the way it sort of drifts in and out and there's that lovely top lines that, that set it off.
3: Yeah,
1: it's almost choral in it's sound, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, those, definitely. Those tones come in like a, like a choir.
0: Yeah, she definitely has that sort of... Uh, yeah. That's, uh, that sort of uh, ambience, isn't she?
1: Yeah, it's lovely. Fantastic. Really lovely lovely work.
0: We have a uh, piece from the Mercury Prize-nominated album *Furwave* by Hannah Peel next.
1: Yeah, I, I had the uh, digital version of this, uh, but uh, I'm uh, quite keen on uh, on CDs still. I'm still stuck in the uh, <laughs> CD mm-hmm. age. Um, and uh, I bought this as a CD because it's it's, it actually wasn't available, uh, some of the tracks on it, on digital form. Hmm. And it uh, had a couple of tracks on there that are Del- Delia Derbyshire t- uh, talking, and uh, there's a couple of interviews on there which uh, Hannah's mixed in some sort of sounds as well in the background. So she's worked with you know on, on uh, De- uh, some of Delia's music as well.
0: Well, the whole album yeah, was it- it was started from. Uh, been given the tapes of her, that's right. Delia Darbyshire's yeah. music and yeah. she's used she's based it on that I mean obviously she's got her own concept of the fur wave it's using Delia Darbyshire's sonics that's a, right. as basis, yeah. isn't it? yeah
1: yeah it is yeah yeah this is a little um, interview as well as put um, on here as well so it's quite interesting from a point of view of uh, hearing sort of Delia speak about her music as well
0: yeah. this is called Unheard Delia Part 1
2: and I can I can still hear beautiful things in my mind and i know how it can make more beautiful things too that's the important thing i'm in tune with myself you to play golly I, I i took a great dislike to the piano and took up um a spinet and uh, i used to go at the time i had a little flat over flower shop I used to, I got so addicted to the sound of this spinet. I'd, I'd walk home at lunchtime and, and play the spinet. And just the way it fills your mind is to play Bach and Bach and Bach. And, um, and like the spinet would be in one corner, the telephone would be over here. And, but sitting by the spinet and playing it, you couldn't hear the telephone ring. Because it, it just totally absorbs your whole, uh, you know, like the spectrum of, of sound. But also, yeah. but nobody can hear it. it doesn't it doesn't pass yeah. through walls or floors. Yeah, I've still got it, a spinet, but uh, it's a bit inaccessible. Space has got all its strings broken. I think I like new things don't seem new, you know, they seem like, like they've always been there. Yeah, I think I have a different attitude to most, most people. Um, a, a lot of people have a great fear of the new. And this is why a lot, of, um, a lot of the stuff I did was was uh, turned down, was being too sophisticated for the, by somebody walking down the corridor who says, I want, I want that. I said, you can't have it, I've done it for the BBC. It was um, abstract, electronic sound, sort of organized um, abstract. What well, I was against was doing anything which would put any musician out of work. You know, I was very, very careful to do, to do that, really. So I adored that, <clears throat> playing 78s, wet off the press, doing jump cuts. When it says that like you were more of a purist in your music making, what does that mean? I know bottles is your favourite thing, is it? Is that another, uh, so uh, artist, legend, another question? It's <laughs> a legend, yes, 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 I'm legendary, yes, look at these stories. Um, and Peter Kemper said, I mean, golly, you know, it's just not true. There's, um, like, some <laughs> kind of the stories about me. And he says, oh, I, I, I wouldn't deny it, it's all good yeah. coffee. <laughs> You know, they're all trying to get me together, <laughs> to get me together and my stuff together, so that there can be like a retrospective to this stuff. Sounds and complex, um, like probabilities and serendipities and synchronicities, Use, uh, oscillators and stuff. But uh, no, no, that wasn't joke. Oh, golly! synthesizers and presets, I I really, uh, it's only recently that that I've really, because i picked up a a couple of um, devices, very cheap, second-hand, um, but I realized that what I thought was the problem with the synthesizers was in fact the problem with people using them, and that they're much more flexible than, than how people use them. Radio had been my love, it had been my education since childhood because I came from just a humble background with relatively few books and radio was my education and that was always my little ambition to get into the BBC. They did take some really special people, maybe perhaps two or four a year but the main way in for people like me was as a trainee studio manager.
0: No, really, she was such a deep thinker and a pioneer. Wasn't she? she
1: really was, yeah, yeah. And um, that was interesting, what she said about the synthesizer, cause... I knew she wasn't a big fan of it, but it's interesting that on that itch, she said the problem with the synthesizers, not the synthesizer, but the people
0: that use them. Exactly. She thinks in a different way, doesn't she? She does, and, uh, yeah. Obviously, majority of people think in a sort of straight line. Yeah,
1: yeah. Very
0: yeah, really great it's to hear.
1: It. that. Really nice.
0: And very sensitive and beautiful backing that Hannah Peel made.
1: Yeah, yeah. But it really, yeah, it really enhanced it, didn't it? Really
0: lovely. So we have a piece from an artist called Mount Maxwell... It's based in um, British Columbia, I say Cascadia, and I looked it up, and it's, it's like this area that stretches from sort of Canada down to Washington, which is a, a bio region. So obviously, this this chap sort of influenced by the natural world, and and where he lives in that that region. So this EP he's released recently called The People's Forest. We have a track from it called Un Wazo, a bird. Oh. Album, yeah, yeah, very different sound. That's
1: sort of got sort of an environmental quality to it
0: as well. Yeah. It at the beginning. Yeah. You should um check it out on the on Bandcamp it's very, yeah. it's, a, it's a really good album. We were thinking about what was the um theme for tonight, and uh, it's, it's coming out as a bit of an environmental theme, it is, isn't it? Yeah, whereas um, the next piece from Keard, who is Alex Keard from uh California coast, yeah, he uses the uh, environment, environmental sound from the uh, California. And uses a sound design as a sort of basis for his electronic music. It's the first album new label from Blue Tech called Over the Moon label. So this is the first release. This is the album he made over the lockdown and his response to that. So this is a piece called The Bottom by Geard. Sound,
1: yeah, sort of, um, kind of got the same approach as, as Nathan Moody, but with his own take on it to do to sort of do that kind of environmental approach again. Yeah, but it's really nice.
0: I mean, like the uh, sort of field recordings at the beginning, and then it went, then it sort of clears out to a sort of like inner space with the with the uh, yeah, beat just blends, comes in. It?
1: Yeah, yeah, lovely.
0: I wouldn't say this is, this next track is environmental, but I do remember when Moog. First, brought out the Mother 32. They sort of, they sort of sent these artists in a well, they, they gathered these artists in a sort of desert sort of environment and f- right. filmed them uh, improvising on on the Mother 32, didn't they?
1: Yeah, that's right. And
0: and, uh, and, the, and this this track was from that from that sort of like that first.
1: Yeah, this is this is by session. Erica um, uh, Sherman, and I mean, she goes under the name of Erica. She's a DJ, but. Uh, what I like about this, when I, is this made me buy it as well. And it's done on two The, Mo- two the Moog. 32s. Yeah, the Moog 32. Mm. And you wouldn't immediately approach it with the piece she's done here and sort of, you wouldn't think it lends itself to this sort of music. Mm. But she's really used it creatively. I'd have, you know, you think you'd got built in little sequencer and you'd have all sorts of rhythm, sort of, very rhythmic sort of things going. But she's approached it in a very different way. So this is, uh, yeah. But yeah, it's got a little bit of an environmental theme. It's Solarise, so it's Mm. the day beginning. Yeah, (laughs) But um, yeah, Solarise, this is from Erica.
0: that It's just two mono synths, just, just so it's two notes, two um, separate yeah. devices. Yeah. So it's quite very simple, very simple setup, and she's just using two sequences that aren't synced. You can tell that, can't you?
1: Yeah, they're not synced. Yeah, that's that's what struck me when when I saw her using. them was like, oh, she's got no sync on those at all.
0: Yeah. It's such a fantastic piece that she's made.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. and has it, it, got it, a real well,
1: feel for the machine to be able to do that. Yeah, you know, the instrument.
0: Yeah. Hmm. We have another piece from The Witching Tale. We played the piece last week. For this from their forthcoming album called The Witching Tale. It's out on November the fifth. And they are Catherine Blake and Michael J York. I'm just impressed the way Michael uses the synthesizers and mm. you know the textures and these sort of like a more organic sounds and instrument. And it's just a sort of great blend. And Works really well doesn't it?
1: It does, yeah, really nice.
0: And this is a piece called round delay. Out. Yeah, sort of echoes
1: of Hammer Horror
0: there there a little bit, it's like that. Yeah, well, there's a bit of a sort of folk, in which it does evoke the Wicker Man type things, isn't it? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me but uh, I love the, the 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 synthesizers in that sound, oh, yeah, yeah. like they're being recorded by microphones, and like they're they're in uh, space rather than plugged directly yeah, into it. Like yeah, yeah,
1: a live instrument. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Really blends well. <laughs> mm, yes, lovely.
0: Um, so next we are moving on to some Tangerine Dream or some new, a new piece.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tangerine Dream have got a new album coming out in mid-November, um, but they've they've released a, a track from it on uh, YouTube. It is a bit different because the last one of their their last re- release was Quantum Gate, and I think that was largely done with soft synth, But now this is all sort of done with modular. And it uses uh, Juno for the uh, sort of stringy sort of pads and things like that in it. And it, it really goes back to the uh, old roots of um, the original uh, Tangerine Dream. And they even said they were trying to capture the spirit of uh, Fedra with this uh, album. And I think they're sort of on that way. We've gone by this this track, mm. which is called Warm. Realm. Realm. Is that right? Realm. Realm. There we are. Yeah. Which uh, is,
0: uh, means space.
1: Oh, here we are.
0: Like Realm Patrol, that, that uh, ah. TV series like Oh, there. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is from their new album, uh, which is coming out in November, Probe 6 to 8. And, uh, yeah, Realm... Wow. I do. I think you've got, you know, a little bit more soul in a, in a in a piece of hardware.
0: I think it's it's more the way you approach the whole thing rather than um, what the actual. Yeah, they're so close these days. Sort of oh, like they the,
1: are. I mean, the, the sound quality is amazing. It's but uh, it's just the
0: process of you interacting with it and yeah. how you record it and how you put it together. Yeah, that's a difference. It makes yeah. it makes a difference. It? Yeah. So
1: I'm looking forward to
0: the, the album. Yeah. But well, it's, it's strange we um, have uh, this piece next, next to the Tangerine Dream again. Mm. This happened, I think this happened last week, didn't it? With Ian body It
1: could have done. It could, could be yeah, um, some always, sort of magic working
0: there. He ends up next to Tangerine Dream quite often. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We but um, it's Ian body with one D uh, two Ds? Sorry.
1: Yeah, with two D. I did correct that actually. <laughs> <as the other laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Ian. Sorry, <laughs> Ian. Auto, auto correct. It
1: was auto corrected that. Yeah.
0: But this is um, he's got his hundredth release. On uh, the Fantastic Din label, which is uh, a Nevermore album, which was it was a live performance they made during lockdown, and this is uh, a piece called Nevermore. Sequences there with the, the delays. I like that. It's amazing how he uh, plays it all live, and you know, yeah, and there's those solos and the combination and the, and the mixing together is just—it's just so um, such a great craftsman, isn't really it? Really, is. yeah, it really is. So we actually went out to a gig this week, didn't we?
1: We did. For, yeah, first time for a long time seeing oh. somebody play live.
0: And we were waiting for a couple of years. We bought these new tickets a couple of years ago, didn't we? Well, yeah, yeah. Um, so we saw a plaid at Ramsgate Music Hall. Ooh. And there was a, a local chap from Kent supporting called Meshes. And I can't find much uh, much about him. There's not much on his um, band camp, but got his EP, which he released this week, called Green Eyed EP. And he performed these pieces on that, on that night. Uh, so this is an extract from... It's a quite a long piece. Yeah. 15 minutes, but this is uh, an extract from the first piece on it called I Am Not Man It? We really it was, it was. It really made a you know, change
1: know changes. it was so lovely to see people playing live. Um,
0: and such a difference to feel the music pound out of those speakers. Oh, there. yeah, oh they God. really were powerful, weren't <laughs> they? <laughs> oh, I'm still recovering. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get my fillings pretty
0: back in. So we're popping back to the Pop Pickers era, I mean, early early yeah early pop with this it's next track
1: 62 Telstar and uh, it blew me away when I heard this and I was just getting into well I suppose I've always been interested in sound and Joe Meek was a, uh, a true innovator and experimenter mm. uh, amazing um, musician and producer and uh, it's really got the sort of um, radiophonic kind of ethos yeah. applied to a popular piece of music.
0: Because he did all did it in his home, in yeah. the home studio, which yeah. is, you know, unheard of in those days. I
1: know, I know. There's sort of... Yeah, all that sort of technology in a house, yeah. I mean, using that sort of. This was so spacey when I heard it. And it was sort of... It's called Telstar, which was the first communication satellite as well. So it's got a really cool name as well. Uh, mm. uh, yeah, I remember he used to... Um, when I first got a stylophone, I used to sit playing this stylophone. Oh yeah, it really lends itself <laughs> to a stylophone.
0: Yeah, I've got a similar the sound there. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is uh, tor- the tornadoes with Telstar.
0: I don't remember that end bit. as really sort of spacey, wasn't it? It was, yeah. A radiophonic, was, wasn't it?
1: He was uh, sort of described as the first uh, producer to use a recording studio as an instrument in its own right. Mm. Which I think sort of sums it up, really. But yeah, that was very spacey at the end. A bit of a, a bit of Fred Juddy sort of sound there as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a good film, wasn't it's a oh, star, isn't Neil, it? Oh, Colin Yeah. With my mate. Connor O'Neill.
1: Yeah, your mate. Yeah, yeah. brilliant.
0: Brilliant film. That <laughs> way. We're going on to a classic piece, piece of electronica. The best bands in the in the electronic scene, I suppose. Oh,
1: definitely. Yeah, yeah. They're they're uh, the go to go to electronic band. But
0: yeah. I thought yeah, Fra- I thought we hadn't craft played. Craftwork.
1: Craftwork. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought we hadn't played much craftwork f- for a little while. <laughs> no, you over- overlooked them, didn't you? Really. We d- a little bit, and uh, I do love the model. It's yeah. a brilliant sort of. Uh, nice ironic lyrics, and uh, yeah. I, I do like it. They are sort of humour in it in a way.
0: Yeah, you well. have looked their humorous would wouldn't you? Quite yeah. often, the yeah. deadpan. Yes, yeah, but if, we, they're, 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 if you read interviews, and you sort of realise they're, where they're coming from. That's right. quite yeah. very humorous.
1: Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is. uh 78. This is. I did not realise it was as old as that now. So there
0: you go it was a b-side to a uh, computer world or something wasn't it, and it that's right, they yeah. played it and it became a hit in yeah. the 80s yeah so Das Model Das Model Model it on one side of a, of a tape a C90 oh really did it? they, It's only three tracks per side on the album
1: yeah I love their look as well Yeah, 1930s sort of imagery really isn't it so, yeah.
0: well they come out around round, you know, punk time as well and they were sort of yeah. smartly dressed
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's the thing yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah they're going Brilliant. against the grain Yeah, and, and of the uh, kraut rock scene as well they came out of that yeah. So the last track tonight, it's from Plaid, who we, we saw at the um, uh, Ramscape Music Hall this yeah. week. Really yeah. fantastic gig. Really had some very good visuals, didn't they? Computer they visuals. Yeah, they did, yeah. About yeah. Like, like, eight panels of yeah, the like sort of that. digital, digital yeah. sort of like retro sort of shapes, were not they?
1: Yeah, like a uh, stuff, it's sort of like visualizer software, isn't it? But mm. it's, it's, yeah, it's triggered by. Um, Audio sort of triggering, isn't it? Mm. Sound triggering.
0: Yeah, and, uh, nice.
1: yeah, it did have a look a retro sort of 50s look, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But it was, um, yeah, yeah. like I say, the, the, the PA at that place is just so powerful <laughs> I mean, it just blasts your right head off, doesn't it?
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> you take the back wall off of that, couldn't you, really?
0: This is an album that came out in 2009, I think, just as they were about to tour, so they've been waiting, we've been waiting, yeah, those few years for them to actually play live again. Yeah an album called Polymer, it's on Warp Uh, and this is a piece, one of my favourite pieces from it called Dancers
1: Jeez,
0: yeah there's lovely sort of uh, you yeah, know like, uh, pitch, right, anyway. yeah, uses quite a uh, sort of recognisable melodic structure mm. Mm. yeah fantastic this um, Andy Turner and Ed Handley of Plaid mm. great gig well thanks again for listening to yes. our, our sort of slightly environmental themed show yeah
1: yeah a little bit of
0: environment there mm-hmm. nice. and uh, join us on the Facebook page and uh, and Twitter
1: yeah And uh, we'll see you next time. So, bye-bye. See you next week.